Hello and welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. I hope you guys have all been well. This week it's me, Solo. I wanted to come on and just talk about something that I've touched on a little bit in previous uh, episodes, talk a little bit about attachment, um, which has a very large role in our spiritual journey. Um, It's very hard to not be attached to things here on earth. It's what we know. Um, But uh, there is a beauty in letting go or um, having a healthy attachment, but not one that uh, affects your your mental state, your emotional state, or physical state if it's something that's altering your physical uh, body or how you feel. Um, and then also just about the beauty of working through challenges and moving on from them to open up space for things that serve you well. Um, so those are kind of the main two things. They kind of go together in this sense. And um, let me take it back to um, there were two relationships that I had that were really hard for me to exit and um, I want to start by saying that the people uh, were wonderful and they have great qualities. Obviously, I wouldn't have dated them if they didn't. And um, it played a part in my life. I think I was meant to go through those relationships. And I learned a lot from them and had some great memories, but also some some challenges that forced me to really reflect uh, on what I wanted and to become vulnerable and learning to let go of the attachment or the idea of what I thought it was supposed to be or could be and ultimately dropping them uh, to free up space for myself and what I truly wanted in manifesting what I manifested in my life. Uh, So, you know, I think a lot of us have probably been in a relationship, I'm going to say most of us, that wasn't right. Uh, it's possible, but very rare that someone's dated just one person. So I think a lot of us have been in relationships and often some of us in relationships that lasted a long time that we were stuck in. Um, either we doubted and didn't move on or the other person may have doubted or maybe mutually, or you simply grew apart. There's many different situations, but I think we can all agree oftentimes it's not just this quick, okay, it's not working, we're done. It's often very hard to move on from a relationship and it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. could be um, any relationship, a friendship, maybe a work relationship. Family gets trickier. You know, it's not as common, but it is to, uh, you know, lose contact or, or stop talking to a family member now. There are a lot of people that do have to do that for their own well-being, but uh, that's a little bit trickier because sometimes you you keep them in your life because they're family, which makes sense. But uh, more so, what I'm talking about is romantic um, in this in this episode for me at least. Um, so I was in these two relationships in my late twenties, early thirties. A lot of my friends were starting to get married and have kids and I wanted those things and I felt like you know maybe these people will will bring that to me um 
And I just tried and tried for years with these people and it just wasn't right. There wasn't a peace about it. There was a lot of self-doubt, um, a lot of doubting. And I would just go back and forth with the other person would say, no, no, this is going to work. And so I, okay, I was hopeful and um, I was very attached to the idea of what I wanted. And I thought, okay, if we just try, it'll get better. And, you know, it's, it's easier to just be with somebody. Everybody else has somebody. I don't want to be alone. And, and they provide comfort and, um, you know, fun. You know, I'll just, I'll keep trying. But the, you know, the years were going by and that doubt just never fully left. And looking back now, it's like, oh, Lauren, you should have just listened to your intuition. Like you knew, ultimately you knew in your heart, but my mind, you know, overplayed the ego, which that's the whole battle. I think in most relationships that aren't really necessarily working is the heart, the ego, the mind, they all get intertwined and it's hard to know which one to truly listen to, but your heart and your gut know they know what's right. And I definitely think wisdom, you know, comes with, with age and experience, but I knew that these relationships ultimately weren't fully serving me and weren't ultimately what I needed and wanted long-term. And, you know, part of me wishes I would have listened to that earlier and, and moved on, but I also don't because everything worked out in my perfect timeline reality. And then I met my husband and maybe I wouldn't have met him if I had ended sooner or later. So everything works out and I'm very grateful for my experiences. But if you're in something now, or even if you've been in something in the past, there's beauty in reflecting and being grateful for your experience think about, have you been attached to something? Are you attached to something that's not fully serving your well-being? It's not serving your best self and your best, you know, manifested dreams that you truly want in your heart of hearts. Or maybe you're coming out of something and you're trying to heal, but you're downing and, and you're having a hard time, you know, sit with that. Sit with your past, heal your past. A lot of people don't really heal their pasts and they bring it with their next relate into their next relationship or they have guilt for years. We got to give ourselves a break. Like I said, wisdom comes with age and experience. So give yourself a break. If it took you a long time to get out of something or you did something and you regret it, we're all trying our best and we learn. The important thing is to learn and to be better next time and give yourself grace, give the other person grace. Appreciate the good. Appreciate the freedom from moving on from something that wasn't serving you. And where, wherever you are, if it's your past, your current or it's coming up potentially, honor, honor yourself, honor your heart and give yourself and the other person grace and sit with a new vulnerability. I think that's truly what you have to do to heal is be vulnerable. 
I know for me, when I finally, finally just knew I had to exit the relationship as hard as it was, I didn't want to hurt the other person. I didn't want to have that missing piece where I didn't get to see them anymore. I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to start over. Didn't want those years to feel like a waste, which by the way, we have to change the way we think. It's not a waste. It was part of your life and you had experiences and memories. That's beautiful. That was in your life for a reason, and that person learned from them too. You guys came into each other's life for a reason, to help one another grow. Thank that person. Thank yourself. Thank the relationship for what it served you in that time. Just because it ends doesn't mean it's bad. It's part of your life, and that's beautiful. and healing and challenges and all that stuff that that makes us who we are and we gain that wisdom and we learn to trust our gut sometimes you don't always trust it in the moment but you realize I should have trusted it and I, I realize that now so that's my biggest thing really from all these relationships that I learned was I knew don't second guess your intuition. You know what you need and what you want and you know how you feel if something's not right. Honor that. We get so complicated in our brains, our minds, our ego. Well, maybe this, well, maybe that. No, no, no. It's very simple. Actually don't justify. Don't overthink. Does it feel right in your heart of hearts? If you have doubts constantly, you're not feeling good about yourself. You're not putting your best foot forward, treating that person the best that, that they deserve. It's probably time to move on. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. That's a major takeaway that I learned. It can be in anything, again, in life, anything, relationships, work. Something's off in your body and doctors are telling you one thing. Listen to yourself. We were brought here with intuition. It's ingrained in our souls. Our pituitary, or excuse me, not our pituitary glands, our pineal glands. It's our intuition, our third eye. That's our center of our gut trusting, knowing we know inside, but we just don't often tap into that enough. So this is a reminder, this episode is a reminder to honor and get to know your intuitive self. Listen to yourself. You know what you need and want. No one else can really tell you. You have to be the one to know and discover that. And then also vulnerability. I think that was one of the most courageous and beautiful things I went through. It was so hard. Off, off and on in my head for over a year, year and a half. I'd been with the, the person for two years. There's doubts off and on, especially in the last year to six months. And I just felt so guilty, like leaving, leaving him because I know he really wanted it to work and I did want it to work, but I just knew it wasn't right. But I, I don't know. I felt like, okay, maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. And I just kept justifying and I loved the company and he was an interesting, cool person. I learned a lot from him and 
I just I kept pushing that intuition away and delaying things. And when I finally, finally knew and got the courage to exit, for the very first time, I knew I was going to be okay. I knew I'd done the right thing. I was honoring my intuition. I was honoring my best heart, myself, my soul. Everything felt peaceful, but it felt painful, but I knew I was okay. Even just, there was so much relief after just ending it. That in itself was the hardest, almost the hardest part for me. Sure, there's sadness, but I felt so free and I knew this is the way it was supposed to be. And the vulnerability, I sat with that instead of rushing into another relationship. I didn't date for several months. Even though I felt like I wanted to rush out there and find somebody. I was, you know, 33. And I wanted that. I wanted to get on that, you know, family plan of mine. But I knew I had to sit with the vulnerability. I'd heard a TED Talk on vulnerability. If you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable and to heal, and to move on, and deal with all the things, and the, the baggage, and the trauma, and the anything that you've gone through, it's going to creep up later. It always does. You might make wrong choices, rushing into something, aiding yourself with whatever, comforts, food, alcohol, partying, drugs, sex, entering a new relationship too quickly, excessively working out whatever it is that you do to heal or distract yourself or just sit there and self-shame and doubt yourself. Sit with vulnerability the next time you're through a challenge or a loss. It's so hard and it's so scary, but it's the best thing you could ever give to yourself. It's a true way of healing it's a true way of opening yourself up for something that's next. If you work through the feelings and the loneliness, it's a great gift to give yourself because then you're able to fully heal and attract what's right for you next. I have a friend going through uh, a breakup. And that's kind of what inspired me to talk about this. I had thought about this before. Obviously, because I'm telling my personal story and I'd wanted to talk about it, but it's kind of making me want to talk about it now because it's recent in a friend's life. It's been years and years of trying in a relationship that just wasn't moving forward. And finally, finally, it's time to move on. And I know that there's so much sadness and vulnerability involved, but I just know there's something amazing waiting for her. And I know that people are going through this right now. They have gone through this. You will go through this. Let me tell you, obviously I'm not unique, but I sat with that vulnerability and I'm telling you to do that too. Feel lonely, feel sad, feel unsure of what's coming next. I think that was the biggest thing for me is I didn't know what was coming next and I didn't like that. It was scary. I'm also a type A planner. I like to know, am I going to meet somebody? 
but holding on to something that's not serving your best interest. And you could use the word settling if you want. I mean, we can't settle. We got this life. We have to honor what we truly want and need. And just please sit with any vulnerabilities and loneliness. You will heal so much faster. Don't push it away. Whatever it is, if there's a loss of any kind, it's the hardest thing you'll do, but it's the best thing you'll do. And you will become so strong and you will see that you learn what you learn about what you deserve and you you learn so much about yourself and you learn how strong you are and that you can do anything and you can get through anything then you have time to fully manifest what you want in your life because you freed yourself from what wasn't serving you you sat with the feelings and now it's time to manifest your true dreams and desires And that's what I did. I, I said, you know what? I, I proclaimed it out to the universe. I will find true love this time. I believe it 100% without a doubt in my mind. I did the work. I let go of what was hard. I did that work. I sat with my vulnerability. I did that work. And I'm going to get what I want and what I deserve. I did that. And I got it. About six months later, I found my husband. And you know what? Things can happen really quickly when it's right. I was so afraid that I was getting older and I wasn't finding anybody and I had to like, you know, have that timeline of like meeting someone and then the engagement and then like being together and then what if it takes a long time to get pregnant? All these worries just chatter, chatter, chatter in my brain. But look what happened when I did the work and believed it. I opened up a door, many doors of possibility met my husband on Bumble, good old Bumble, coffee shop date. We were engaged less than a year later, 10 months. He was the true right partner for me finally. Spiritually, we were so aligned, we didn't even know we were spiritually aligned. I'm going to have an episode with him sometime in the next couple months talking about his spiritual journey and our spiritual journey together. We continue to grow and surprise ourselves. We didn't even know we were that compatible. We both awakened a lot together. And I know that we were meant to, to be together because of that. Help our spirits grow and bring in a baby into this world to grow spiritually. I really believe that's why our souls are connected here, to help ourselves and others awaken. That's why I do this podcast. So we got married. The wedding of our dreams in Greece, Greek islands. We manifested it. We did it. We got pregnant like. I don't know, five months after, you know, my husband now he's 44 and I'm 36. So we're, we're good, but we, we weren't, we weren't young spring chickens. We we're ready to do all these things quickly. It's possible to do it. You can have what you want. If you truly honor your intuition, sit with the vulnerability, manifest what you want. I promise you, if you do the work, if you truly believe it without a doubt, there can be no doubts. Just honor yourself and your desires you are worth it. Listen to me again. You are worth it. You can have whatever you want. I mean, it needs to obviously fit what you, it has to be something that really fits you, of course. I'm being, you know, realistic, but like if you want true love, you can have it. If you want to have a certain job, you can do it. You are wonderful and you deserve to have those things. The universe has your back. You just have to do the work. 
have to make yourself available. Attract things in that complement you. And let go of things that don't. We are so attached to things here, which has beauty, but also can cause a lot of pain and suffering. I was attached to the idea and I was attached to the person. I was attached to, I was almost just like, not addicted, but I was just so used to being in this, okay, it's good. No, now I doubt it. Now we're okay. It's going to work. Just this cycle. And I just got used to it for years with these wrong people, if not for me. And they taught me these great lessons that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for those people and I wish them nothing but the best. I hope that they're finding their true happiness because I wasn't right for them either. There's just so much beauty in the work, vulnerability, and learning to let go, learning to not be attached to things that aren't for your best self. So, Reflect and look around in your life. Is there something that's not serving you well, but you're attached to it? It could be literally anything, a relationship, a job, a lifestyle, foods that you're eating, medicines, drugs, anything. What is it that you're attached to? A way of thinking. Work on letting it go. There's so much attachment. You don't have to hold on to everything. We are trained to think that we have to be attached to things. That's, as we know, marketing from day one, from babies. You want the Barbie in the store. You want this. You want that. Watching the advertisements all around us all the time. You have to have things to be happy. You have to have the big house. You have to have this. You have to have that. Got to get the big diamond ring. You got to have the fit body. You have to have this. You have to have that. We are trained here on this earth to feel that we have to be attached to things and, and ideas to be happy. But that's really not the case. Freeing yourself from things is the best thing you could ever do for yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have to enjoy things. I enjoy the house that I live in. I enjoy the clothes that I wear. I find beauty in things. But when you become attached and it starts affecting you, you feel guilty, you can't like live without something, it starts to become toxic. So pay attention. Be very conscious to attachments. And it's a lifelong thing. Trust me. I mean, there's Buddhists and monasteries that work their whole lives to not be attached to anything. And I would say the hardest thing to not be, you know, attached to is a person or a relationship because rightfully so, when you love somebody, you feel very attached to them. And that's good, but also we have to to keep it balanced. We don't want obsessions or abuse or um, manipulating or um, lack of independence to do things that you want to do because you're, you know, attached to them so much that you can't leave them or, um, you know, you sacrifice yourself all the time and don't do what you want to do because they want to do something. So just always keeping that attachment very balanced. It's really hard, but it's possible. And we can free ourselves from so much suffering if we just work on attachment because we are here in a 3D experience on earth where we feel attached to things and ideas in our lives. But this is only a small blip in our eternal existence. And we have to just appreciate it here in the moment now. 
and realize it's not going to last forever in this physical realm. We have different experiences awaiting us. And to allow ourselves to free ourselves from these attachments. And I think that's a huge reason that people stay in relationships and other things too long as the attachment, the fear of letting go, the fear of what's next, the fear of being alone or empty. That was a huge part of it for me. But I can tell you, again, letting go has so much beauty sometimes. And again, it could apply to anything. I'm just specifically talking about my experience in relationships. I had two in a row that were long, that I had a really hard time leaving, and that were emotional, and there were ups and downs, and it was challenging, and there's self-doubt, and it was just the hardest thing that I ever went through. And I learned so much from him, them, and again, just to summarize, listen to your gut honor your intuition. You know what's right for you. Let go of anything that's not serving you to allow the good in, to allow your manifestations in. You can check out my manifestation episode if you're not familiar with how that works and sit with your vulnerabilities and work through them and truly heal. And learn what it's like to feel, I think at least in your life once, if you can learn and sit with being alone. What I did when I was alone in my apartment after being single, I did, I kept myself as busy as possible with friends, but I told myself I'm not going to date for a few months, a couple months, I'm going to heal. I'm going to feel alone. I'm going to believe in what I want 100% and get really straight on what I want. I'm going to attract that in. And I'm going to make commitments and try new things that I couldn't do before. I was at, you know, my boyfriend's house all the time. So I I didn't have a pet and I had never had my own pet. So I adopted a, a black cat. I fostered a cat. And then I decided to adopt him. That was a commitment that I made in that state. And he kept me company on my lonely nights. And we still have the cat today. And my husband, he loves my husband more now than me. (laughs) But that was a commitment. And then I decided to make a commitment to buying a new car. I never bought a car 100% by myself. I you know, did it with my mom 50-50 in college. And then I had that car for like 12 years. And I sold that. And I got a new car. And then eventually I found my husband, Michael. And we committed. We moved in together. We made a commitment. Like there's so much scariness in commitment. And there's so much joy. And I know that was part of my friend's uh, relationship too. There was a, a, a fear of commitment on one side, and that was ultimately not fair for her. And now she's letting go of that to allow herself to fully commit to someone who wants to fully commit, and it's going to be amazing. Everything always works out. You just have to make the leap, and you have to be vulnerable. And sometimes in commitments, there's vulnerabilities, and there's risk, and there's it's nerve-wracking, and you, you know what I mean? It's new. But there's so much beauty that comes with commitment. The best things that came in my life were because I made a commitment and I went for it because I knew I wanted it. And I did it. And I'm so proud of myself. And I struggled so much to get there and it took me a long time. But I finally did it. And I know you can do it too. Make a commitment. Manifest. You can do it. Let's do this. We're in this together, all of us supporting each other and collective. Everyday people are are letting go of things and then 
manifesting new things in and making commitments. So in closing, I'm proud of you for wherever you are. If you're stuck in something, it's okay. We've all been there. Honor yourself. And exit if you need to. Take care of yourself. And never stop believing in what you want. Don't let that doubt creep in. That is not healthy. You believe in yourself and what you want and you will get it. Keep reminding yourself that. Take care of yourself. Self-care while you're healing. And have some fun in it. It's different. It's new. It's challenging. That's okay. Not everything always has to be easy and happy and fill voids. Be empty so you can fill your cup back up the way that you want and the right way. And it'll be everlasting happiness. And there'll be bumps along the way, but you'll know how to deal with them better because you've done it before. And then you can help other people do it. So I believe in you. You can do it. And if it comes along your way later and you're not in something now, you can do it. And if you did it already in the past, good job. You did it. So wherever you are in life, I'm thinking of you. I'm sending you so much love and so much light. Listen to yourself. We have everything we need inside. We just have to tap in. And I'm still trying to figure out how to do that every day. And I will till the day I leave this earth, learning how to tap in to that higher self, that deep soul, that energy, source, energy. It's there. It's there. So with that, go out there, be your best self, listen to yourself and get that desire that you want and take care of yourself. You're doing a great job. Thank you for listening as always. It would mean so much if you could go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Lauren.Live. I'm trying to grow this channel so that I can reach as many people as possible. I truly believe it's my mission here to be a communicator and to help people awaken. So anything you can do to share an episode with a friend that might be going through something, share this. Like it. I know it's all the things. Everyone's always asking to do that, but it really does help us, those of us that are trying to build a platform Uh, And in this case, I'm trying to build a positive, happy place where people can grow and we can change the collective energy here on earth. So I appreciate you. And uh, if you are listening to this, and you know, I'd love for you to subscribe to my channel on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the places. Um, And as usual, if you are interested in watching, head over to the YouTube channel because I have guests on there frequently where we do... uh, Uh, video recordings. So I appreciate you and I send you so much love. Thank you. And you can find me on Instagram at real Lauren live and my website, lauren.live, www.lauren.live. And I'll catch you soon with uh, some guests coming up in the coming weeks. I hope you're having a wonderful summer. Get outside, do some meditations. Find some joy today, no matter what's going on in your life. Take a breath of gratitude. Talk to you soon.